May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, God our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Well, we've made it. Advent is ended and the Feast of the Incarnation is here. Around the world, the church calendar has had faithful preparing for this day for the last 27. Christmas is here, and we've reached the goal that even the commercial world has had us preparing for, in some cases since the end of August. But what is it that we have been preparing for? The arrival of Father Christmas, Santa Claus, Hanukkah Hall, in the wee small hours, with gifts for the stockings or presents under the tree. A gathering of the clans for Christmas dinner and the big gift-opening extravaganza. Or the end of the working year and the beginning of the big summer exodus to holiday destinations. What has all this frenetic preparation been about? Well, you're here in this church building so I think we all know that the answer is we're here to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And we've sung carols, and we've heard Luke's story about the birth. In a moment we'll pray for our church and for our world. That the wonder and the promise of this birth might bring hope and healing and light and love. And then soon we will gather around the table to receive a small morsel of bread nourishing us with food and love, God's love, to remind us that we are the body of this Christ who has been born today. And as we eat that bread and share in the sense of community around the table, we will remember that the baby grows into the man Jesus, who will pour out his life for us, and that he calls us to do the same for others. So this is what we've been preparing for. In our family, there's been a preparation for a baby who was born a week ago today. Her name is Holly. And I've been reminded anew of that sense of wonder that comes when you meet a new baby. And so as we hear about the shepherds coming to see the new baby Jesus, we recognize that one of the gifts of this day is wonder. And one of the gifts of this day is knowing that there's been a whole lot of preparation for this birth and that there's going to be a whole lifetime of what the implications of this birth are. Each day during Advent, many of us at St Peter's have been receiving a daily email reminding us to make space each day to be still and to reflect. Over the 27 days of Advent, we've considered small portions of the Lord's Prayer in Te Reo Māori and in English, digging down in both those languages into what Jesus has asked us to pray for and how we might live that out in our daily lives. And at the end of each reflection, every day, we have prayed, Come, O Christ, come. Teach us to pray. Help us to be present to God. 
Our reflections have invited us to reflect on what it means to long for God's kingdom to come on earth as in heaven. As we've looked forward to the advent, the coming of Christ in the child of Bethlehem, we've also looked for signs of the Christ coming to us in our everyday lives. We've been challenged to think about how we can enable the life of Christ to be revealed in us and in our world. And we've opened ourselves to what God might be bringing to birth within each one of us and within our communities. So, we have prepared and Christmas is here. The feast of the incarnation has begun. We celebrate that God is not only the source of all being far beyond our comprehension, but also is Emmanuel, God here with us, born as one of us, God in our own skin. Today is the first day of the 12 days of Christmas. There's a tendency amongst Christians to often complain about the way that the commercial world has taken over our festival. And now that most people think that the 12 days of Christmas are actually the last 12 shopping days leading up to Christmas, rather than the 12 day feast which begins today, celebrating the Lord present with us. And while it is important to keep reminding ourselves to keep it simple and not to get sucked into a materialist mindset needing to buy hundreds and hundreds of gifts and send millions of cards and do the right kind of Christmas meal. It's also important not to be a Mr. Scrooge or a Christmas Grinch. So today I want to acknowledge the many traditions that seek on this day to celebrate the goodness of life and yes indeed, the glory of God, peace on earth and goodwill shared with one another which the angels sang about to the shepherds. So today, as we sing, and we pray, and we taste that morsel of bread on our tongues, let us open our hearts wide. Let us be ready to be joyful and to delight, delight in the many gifts that God's given us. And whether we have a big meal of presents to look forward to, or whether today is simply a day of reflection. Let us be ready and let the service help us to be ready to see the good in us and to be the good will, good will to all which God wants for. Today and on each of the 12 days of Christmas, may we have the grace to be a sign that God is here. And when we're feeling a little bit grumpy or tired or irritated or lonely or sad, let us be open to the gifts that God pours into our hearts, which are not just for us, but also to be shared with us. Let us ask the Holy One, who's come to us as a vulnerable, first century Palestinian refugee baby, and who comes to us in the vulnerable ones of our own day. Let us ask this Holy One 
to help us to show in our interactions with others the depth of God's love for all. Each day of the 12 days of Christmas, may we be open to God's love resourcing us to be a sign of hope for others. Each day of the 12 days of Christmas, let us soak up the glory and the wonder and the joy. Today we celebrate Christmas, Christ Mass. Folks here are used to me asking them to turn at the end of the service towards the doors as we say the dismissal together. This service or this Mass, the word Mass comes from the same word as the word dismissal and the word missive. It speaks about sending out. We are sent out, fed, and loved to be the body of Christ in the world. So, this Christ Mass, let us take God's invitation to us to be sent out as Christ. Christ Mass to all people. And I'd like to finish with this lovely quote of Joy Cowley's to remind us of that need to be still and recognize God's gifts to us in order to be the gift to the world. We have within us a virgin place, a holy space which belongs to God alone. We know it by its hunger, we name it by its need, the space which will not be touched by the people we love, or the things we gather, or the positions we hold. We have within us a growing place, an eternal space that exists for truth, where the love of God overcomes us, where the life of God fills us. This Emmanuel space, where we conceive and become pregnant with the Holy One. And day by day, give birth to Christ in the world. <laughs>